stay pure to stay filling. One brotherhood, one ship. Stay pure to stay filling. It's baby. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 94 of The Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains' worldwide brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Tonight, guys, it is the last day of July, July 30th, 2021. Where did this freaking month go? I mean, crazy, crazy July 30th already. Um, I'm at a loss. I'm at a, um, I want to slow this year down a little bit because I don't want winter to be here as quickly as it's going to probably be here. Um, we want to really suck the marrow out of this year. And this year's flying by, flying by. We're going to be in August. August. Uh, guys. But, hey, the good part about August, we're going to Miami. That's right. We're going to Miami. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, But, man, episode 94. Now, guys, let's just think about this for a second. Uh, We're trucking along. We're making plans. It seems like every week I've got something new kicking off, a new plan, uh, some new thing that I'm working toward that's going to be a lot of fun for us to focus on for episode 100. I've got a few surprises in store for episode 99 as well. It's been very difficult for me to stay quiet about some of this stuff, but I am going to stay quiet about some of it uh, because I want it to be a a big surprise. I want episode 100 to be 100. I want it to be the cool 100. Um, I am going to give you a teaser of something a little later tonight uh, on this episode in just a few minutes, just to kind of wet the whistle a little bit. Uh, per se. So we're going to, we'll do it that way. (laughs) Guys, episode 94. Thank you so much for being here again. uh, This BP from bearded villains of Northern Indiana. I am your host. If this is your first time, please come over here and subscribe. Uh, Let's get those subscriber numbers up here for the channel. Let's blow it out of the water. Uh, As time goes on, who knows? You might see some teaser things coming through uh, on the uh, trail of the documentary film coming through this channel. So um, got some things in store with that as well. But if it's your first time here, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking some time out on a Friday night. If you're listening, like I usually say, on normal podcast platforms, I appreciate the hell out of you too, because you are our listeners that have been here the longest. Um, And I can't say enough. I can't say thanks enough to you guys. On this episode, 94, the main focus of this episode is going to be an awesome interview I had with one of our brothers who's probably sleeping right now, I'm guessing, (laughs) Uh, because he's got a big day ahead of him on Saturday. He's going to be jumping out of a plane. We're going to talk about that a little bit for charity. I'm talking about Lee from Bearded Villains Lakeside Chapter. I love talking to the guys from over in the UK. Uh, always make me feel just a little bit dumber than I feel like normally uh, when I'm talking to somebody who has a really cool accent. So uh, (laughs) that's always fun. I know it sounds stupid, 
but I can't help it. That's just the way it is. It's the way it is. So uh, I've got my interview coming up in a little bit here with uh, with Lee, and he's got some. He's got a kind of a fun story about his his path uh, for BVDM, as you would call it, or whatever you want to call it, uh, getting into BV. And uh, yeah, so he's been around for since 2015. Another one of the old oldie guys. Another oldie guy. So uh, hope you enjoy that interview coming up in just a few minutes. I want to roll real quick in so I don't delay matters much. Uh, some of the merch that's still out there. Now, I think uh, I think all of this is still active. If it's not, I'm going to apologize in advance, but I, I do believe all of this is still active. Um, this one here is the East Meets West collaboration uh, celebrating the Padre Foundation. There's a charity patch and a T-shirt ranging from any from twelve dollars to twenty one to twenty four for the shirt. This is a collaboration between the Bearded Villains, New York Upstate, the Unicorn Squad, and the LA Originals chapter. Very cool. So it's again benefiting the Padre Foundation. Hit up the New York Unicorn Squad, nyunicornsquad.bigcartel.com to grab that guy. Also, on the Bearded Villains Orlando page, they are raising money for Kaylin. Um Check out her story. I, I don't want go to the Bearded Villains Orlando page. They have the whole thing on there. Uh, I don't want to do a disservice to it to explain it improperly. But they're making a patch for, and uh, it's Kaylin's patch, Bearded Villains Orlando. So it's beardedvillainsorl.bigcartel.com. $10 unicorn patch. Very, very cool stuff on that as well. Then we get into the last day. This is the last, well, not technically last day, tomorrow's last day, but this will be the last chance I get to talk about it here on the podcast. Bearded Villains, Northern Virginia. They're raising money for brother, Bruce. Uh, BVNova.BigCartel.com. $10 patch. It's Bruce's patch. If you haven't grabbed one of those, get out there and do it. 10 bucks. No biggie, no biggie. So that sale ends tomorrow, July 31st. So get out there. BVNova.BigCartel.com. Also, do not forget... I don't think these are sold out yet, but we're moving on to two other chapters at the beginning of August. So don't miss out. Don't miss out. Bearded Villains Virginia and Steel Villains, their patches, $9 a piece. The Virginia patch you can get at beardedvillainsvirginia.bigcartel.com. And then you can pick up the Steel City patch at steelvillains.bigcartel.com. Same price, $9, part of the huge charity puzzle patch for autism going to be awesome uh so definitely check that thing out if you can get those patches once they're gone they are gone okay uh also don't forget the bearded villain chicago always raising money or or they're always uh, collecting items for the homeless so if you're anywhere near chicago and you can donate some some treasures that you're no longer using hit up the bearded villain chicago guys to help out with that Shyversity Brand, i got to give a big shout-out to Shyversity Brand. Uh, Shyversity Brand, as you know, is our brother Optimus, has patches, he has shirts, he has all sorts of good stuff, stickers out there. Uh, he helped me in the design of the original logo for this podcast. Uh, such a great brother. And so hit up Shyversity Brand for all the good stuff out there. He has some really cool shirts, patches, uh, stickers out there. Definitely hit him up. Shyversity Brand, uh, it is... Not just a brand. It's a way of life, guys. Shyversity brand. And then also, I think there's still out there for these, the Miami International Meat Patch Project. Uh, 
Uh, proceeds go to Miami Villains Wish. If you go to the LA Originals site, uh, laoriginals.bigcartel.com, $25 for both of these pretty pretty rad patches. They're pretty cool. I feel like I need to say rad with the design behind these things. Um, but pretty pretty awesome stuff. So definitely check those guys out. Okay. So um, while I have your attention, before we go to bathroom breaks and things like that, uh, before you guys, uh, hopefully you're, you're hunkered down. We've only been talking for eight or nine minutes now, um, but hopefully you're ready to hunker down. Those of you who have been here for a long time are aware uh, that I'm working on a documentary film about bearded villains. Um, and so I did want to give a quick uh, quick recap to that real quick because I did mention last week that I was going to be moving forward with, with a uh, with some sort of a crowdfunding thing. I am once again putting that on hold because I have some really, really, really cool news. And um, boy, I feel like I don't have the right I don't have the right uh, sound effect to go with that. I don't think that's it. But uh, I had a conversation with our president uh, once again today, talking some details about this project I'm working on. And we are going to be, this is going to be something coming down the pike in the future. So please uh, keep your eyes out. And, um, but in the future, and we don't have a timeline for this yet, but in the future, uh, we are going to be having shirts and possibly even uh, posters available for sale, the proceeds of which are going to go to the film. But shirts, limited shirts, one time only, uh, made only one time only, and uh, posters, possibly, uh, they're going to be sold on the BV site. So those of you who are already linked up with the BV site, you'll get emails, all that stuff when that comes out. But these will be sold directly on the BV site, and that way the reach is much, much, much greater. But I am still going to proceed with anybody that does purchase either one of those items from the BV site when we do the shirts or the posters. You will still get your name in the film and the credits as um, contributing to the success of the film. So um, that's where we're at with that right now. So keep your eyes and ears out because in the coming uh, weeks, months, we're going to be announcing some stuff uh, as far as that goes. So uh, definitely keep your keep your ears out for that, your eyes out or whatever you use, both, hopefully. Um, so there's that. Now, lastly, this is my little teaser here. So get ready. Now, if uh, unfortunately, if you're not watching, go out there because I'm not going to share this outside of this podcast episode for now. If you're listening to it to this on a standard podcast platform, you're not going to be able to gain this unless you go back out to look at the episode. So I encourage you to do that. But uh, I want to share this because this is this is pretty cool. I think um, coming up to celebrate the 100th episode of the podcast, everybody already knows about the standard podcast patch that we have for the podcast, and I think I only have. Less than 10 of those even still available. But I've created a celebratory patch for celebrating the purpose of the 100th episode of the podcast. This patch will be available at some point down the road as we get closer to the 100th episode. 
there will only be 100 of these sold to signify the 100 episodes. But I love this patch, and I hope you guys do too. There it is in the bright metallic gold. Heart of a Villain, 100. This is going to be a never-to-be-seen-a-patch-again. Once it's gone, it's gone. There will only be 100 of these available. So I look forward to sharing those with you as we go. And um, I'm looking forward to that. I'll have a big sale date uh, when that happens. But there will only be 100 celebrating the 100 episodes of the podcast. Now, just so you know, the 100th episode of the podcast should, if my math is correct, should be the 10th of September. So that kind of give you an idea of between the end of August and September when those patches will be available to you. So um, I will be out there. I will be reminding everybody if you're out there and you want to stay on it, um, I'll remind you. So we've reached that time, guys. Now, sit back. Hopefully you already took advantage of the chance to get some popcorn, get your drinks out, uh, and get ready to go because my interview with Lee is coming up in just a second. Now, this was awesome because the timing of this could not could not have worked out better. I heard about this just earlier this week, at the very beginning of the week, that he was going to be doing this. As you know, on Instagram, you don't always get to see everybody's feeds. So when I heard about this, I reached out to him right away and I said, dude, let me help at least promote because we're only going to have a day. Let me help get the word out. So I know you, you fellow, you listeners of this, this program, you have been awesome in the past. And I want to ask this one time again, I want to ask us to come together again to do something really cool here. He has already reached his goal. um, And he didn't set a really high goal, truthfully uh, for his amount. There is a GoFundMe page attached to his bio in his Instagram profile. While he's speaking underneath his, while he's speaking on the interview, you can see his Instagram profile and I talk about it and I'll remind you after the interview as well. But if you can spare on your PayPal account, just a couple dollars, a couple pounds, whatever your, your currency is, I think it would be really cool if he wakes up in the morning on the day of his, his flight, you'll hear about it uh, when he gets to jump out of his plane for charity I think it would be really cool if he wakes up in the morning and sees seven or eight, 10, 12, whatever it is, new donations to his, uh, to his cause that come in overnight. So let's try to make that happen. But here is my interview with Lee. I think you guys will really enjoy this. Um, really, really cool dude. So my interview with Lee from Bearded Villains Lakeside. My guest this week comes from the UK. He is a member of the Bearded Villains Lakeside Chapter. Some people know him as Lee. Other people know him by his Instagram name, Sir Inked a Lot. Lee. This dude is doing something really cool this weekend. We're going to talk about uh, something really cool for charity. But let's just get to know him a little bit. Lee, how you doing today? I'm good. I've had a really busy day. So, <laughs> well, and then. A, stre- a stressful evening when I got home as well. So yeah, <laughs> I I do appreciate you taking some time out, man. Uh, this was kind of a I didn't I didn't actually I know you've been promoting this event that you've got coming up, and we'll talk about that um, here in a few minutes. But I just found out about it, and kind of to the topic we were talking about just a few minutes ago off air about Instagram and how sometimes people because the way that you scroll through Instagram, you don't always see all the things that are on there. 
what people are posting. And I had no idea that you were doing this thing until just a day or two ago. So I'm glad when I saw it, I thought, oh, I got to reach out to him. So I'm glad you take some time for me. Yeah, I'm glad you reached out as well. Yeah. So can you, for the people that don't know you, can you um, kind of give us a rundown of who you are? Um, I know you're a 2015 villain, but uh, that goes back a ways now. So, <laughs> so you, yeah, you've been does, around yeah. for a while. You've been around for a while. Yeah. What what yeah. what brought you to uh, bearded villains, man? Uh, so for me, uh, primarily, uh, I lived in Abu Dhabi for almost two years, uh, and when I moved back to the UK, I moved into an area not not where I'm from. Uh, so it was sort of a little bit difficult trying to make new friends and such like. Uh, and I'd been growing the beard for a while anyway. And I sort of fell across BV on Instagram uh, and sort of just seen it as a way to try and get out there and meet new people and, you know, kind of make some friends in the area I'd moved to. Uh, And I'm also ex-military. I was in the uh, British Army for 12 years. And I sort of missed that kind of brotherhood sort of camaraderie type of thing. And so it, it, it also appealed to me that way. Uh, so I joined in, I think it was about September 2015. Went to my first meet pretty soon after that. Uh, and going to my first meet just opened my eyes up to it. The the, the meets to me is, is to where BV's at. That's that's where you get you know get to know your brothers properly. I'm not really a, a big one for sitting in chat rooms and, and stuff like that. For me, it's face-to-face is where it's at. So... That, that's why I enjoyed it and it was like getting together with all these guys I'd never met before uh, I got picked up by a guy I'd never met before and it was like you know getting into a guy uh, into a car with a stranger which your parents tell you never to do and all that kind of stuff and my wife was like Are you really sure you're gonna do this you don't even know this guy and it was just like you know just just thought you know just go for it and we, we went to the meeting it was his first meet as well. Uh, oh, wow. Welshy, I'm Welshy, I'm sure a lot of you guys know him. Welshy from the UK. Okay. Yeah, that was the guy I got into the car with, which <laughs> probably should have rang around alarm bells straight away, but but didn't. So yeah, you know, got to the meet and got talking to guys, and it was it was just like, in a way, being back in my old army days, where it was just like just like sitting down and talking to guys I'd I'd known for years. There was no you know, there was a few guys that had been BV since 2014, and there was just there was just no BS, and it was just it was just good fun, you know. Yeah. And uh, I ended up uh, after a while being co-captain for what used to be back when we used to have BV UK. Oh wow! So I I, I ended up as co-captain in what used to be the Midlands chapter. Uh, so I did that for a while. Uh, and then, you know, the journey went on from there. I've been to a, a, a few sort of meets in Europe. I've been to Belgium a few times. I've been to I've been to the Amsterdam meets a, a couple of times. And it's, they're just, I mean, it's it, it's probably just the same for you guys when you go to the big meets in the States where it's so many people getting together and it's just you get to meet people from all over the world and it's just like, it's crazy. You were just guys with beards. It's just, you know, but... Yeah, I 
it's funny but, you say that because I I laugh when I start to correlate after I've after I kind of put in perspective how distance is here in the states versus how distance is for you guys over there to travel to things we we might say okay we're going to travel to what we call the east coast meet which is which for some people can be you know 6 7 hours away or depending on where you're at and for you guys that could be traveling to somebody else's meet in a different country and yeah, yeah. that's that's a different thing altogether so you guys are actually pretty lucky that i mean cuz okay we have different we have different dialects and different, you know, things here in the States, but it's, it all, everybody's, you know, pretty much the same. And so, but you guys just travel a couple hours away to another big meet and you're able to meet people from all, I mean, truthfully from yeah. different parts of the world. What's that like? Well, the, the, <clears throat> the first Birmingham meet we did here in the UK, uh, the guys that, that arrived for that, from all over Europe, and even guys from the states as well. Uh, I think Chevy came was was at, was at that first, was at that first meet, and that was just insane because, like you say, you just you, you're expecting maybe you know 40, 50 guys turning up, and it was getting it, it was hundreds of people, and you're getting to talk to to guys from you know Belgium and Holland and France and Italy and like you say America and and all these other places, and it's just like. How does having a beard yeah. allow that to happen? But it's you know the beard is what gets us all into BV, yeah. but the the friendship and the camaraderie and the brotherhood is what keeps us all together. I think, or what certainly what brings us all together. Oh yeah, yeah. And then going going into Europe uh, and going to like the, the the big meets in Amsterdam and, and Belgium and places like that. And and by then, I think when the first Amsterdam meet kicked off, there was a lot more chapters. So, you know, you're getting into places in Eastern Europe, the Ukraine and, you know, Belarus and all this kind of stuff. So your potential, the, the, the people you're meeting at those meets, how, how in any other walk of life would that ever happen? That you would get a bunch of guys together from so many different countries and so many different backgrounds just for having a beard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what's so amazing is that um, it doesn't matter. One of my favorite parts about it is when you meet these guys, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you come from um, the different walks of life, where you are in your life. You could be 25 years old. You could be 50 years old. You could, you could come from like myself, a law enforcement background and meet a guy who 10 years ago got out of prison. And your brothers, yeah. and it's just that's that's my favorite part about it is is that you don't mm. you don't see labels, you just you instantly see a brother, and um, is that is that kind of what your experience? Because you said one of the things you were missing was the that camaraderie that you that you saw in the military, and I know that that's a very that's a very specific. I did not serve myself, but I know that uh, in speaking with those that have, that's a very very specific tight knit um, type of camaraderie that you get. And you, you, it's one of those things that you only get from forging those bonds um, under duress or under, you know, under extreme pressure sometimes. But um, did you, did you see that you felt that pretty quickly with these guys with, with coming into BV? Uh, I, I mean, I, I was in, I was in the army for 12 years. So that <clears throat> it's, 
you become institutionalized, I think, to anything like that when, when you've been in for a while. You yourself being in law enforcement, I'm sure, have probably experienced that. So you, when you come out of the military and you come into Civvy, what we call Civvy Street here in the UK, uh, you expect it's sort of a bit of a stigma attached to it. You expect that the civilians wouldn't understand. And in a way, they don't. Uh, coming into BV, I've met, I, you know, I've I've met guys from obviously Northern Ireland and places like that, and being British military, you know, certain areas there where we we, we didn't always historically get or get along, never really seems to cause an issue. It's just it is what it is. You, you've done what you did, and I did what I did, and it kind of all you know really gets sort of forgotten about. So. That was a, a bit of a breath, breath of fresh air for me because my experience working in the in, in civilian life once I left the military was that c- civilians didn't understand. You know, I've been to Bosnia several times. I went to Kosovo. I did a tour in in what you guys call Iraq. So <laughs> you know, it's this this the things that you experience and the things that you see in in in. In, in those places, you can't. It's it's hard to describe to people that have ne- never been there. Uh, but the good thing is about BV as well. There is a lot of military guys yeah. in there, so I've been able to you know that that brotherhood thing of serving in the military is I've I've been able to reconnect with people who've also served. So that's been good as well because I can talk about experiences and when I'm having a down you know a down day and stuff like that. You know, I can I can get on the phone or I can speak to people. They know what I'm talking about, if you know what I mean. So that's been really good as well. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I I think from what I've seen, um, I, I know ex- my own experiences, but in talking uh, to so many different guys now, this is you know we're on episode 94, and I've talked to guys from I think right now I'm up to about 13 different countries all over the world, and the the one kind of experience that so many of our brothers have is that uh, they were so many of them were in some type of very specific line of work at some point in their life. And um, they found that they didn't, it wasn't easy for them to either transfer from that into either civilian life or, or something like that. Friend making friends, especially as an adult, as a kid, it's so easy. You just come up to somebody yeah. and, and you make friends. But you find as you get older, you you wonder, you look for ulterior motives. You wonder, why do they want to be my friend? You know, and that the thing that I love about BV is that it just, it, you don't have to worry about that. You know that they believe in the same, the same things that you do, the same goals, the same mission statement that you do. And you can, like you said, you can go comfortably and meet a guy for the very first time, get into a car with him now. <laughs> And, and it becomes, and and now, you know, that's an okay, that's an okay thing to do uh, because we all kind of follow the same thing. And it's, it makes it much easier for us to allow ourselves to kind of break down our walls a little bit and trust each other. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm 48 now. So, and for me, I've, I've lived a very sort of transient life. I've never stayed in the same place very long. Uh, be it due to work or you know just the way life's been so you know making friends hasn't always been easy 
and it's you always have that feeling of when when you go to somewhere new of kind of in a way trying to sort of force yourself onto people if you know what I mean uh-huh. and it's not it's not always very comfortable is it no. whereas I've never really felt that with with the guys that I've met in in BV it's you, you rock up at a meet or whatever and you talk to people and every you know 99.9% of the time they don't really care where you come from or what your background is it's just you know they'll stand and have a chat with you and you know share share a beer a couple of beers or whatever and that's it it's you know there's, there doesn't really seem to be that that same sort of you know stigma that you that, that you get when when you move when you go somewhere new and you try to make friends yeah that's that's totally true i i yeah from instantly the first time i met with the guys here in indiana it was the same way you you have that that little bit of nervousness trepidation because you don't know how am i going to be accepted and within five minutes all that's washed away and mm. you don't have to worry yeah. about that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I suppose for you, if you live in a big city, it's 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 easier, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Where I live here in the UK, uh, I'm the only BV member, probably for you know twenty or thirty mile oh, wow. radius around where I live. So me getting together with with other brothers is not always easy, which is why I always put such an onus on going to meet. You know, because the general just day-to-day stuff of bumping into other guys and you know, oh, you're just getting together for a beer on an evening or whatever isn't isn't always isn't always you know, it's it's not possible. Yeah. So the 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 going to the meets is what I enjoy doing. So yeah, well, and I think that's that that's been really di- that's been really difficult as well. Obviously, the last the last eighteen months with with the COVID and everything, it's uh, because there hasn't been any meets on. Right. Yeah. What's that been like for you, though? I mean, because uh, I, I mean, I, I know that uh, the UK in, in certain spots, they've kind of opened up in different areas. I mean, in different phases, it seems like uh, where, where you're at right now. What's it? What's that like for you? Well, we're sort of, we've been out of lockdown now for uh, a couple of months, but there's still a hell of a lot of restrictions in place. So just for instance, going to the pub for a beer you couldn't just walk into a pub and order a drink. You would have to go online, book a table. Really? You know, there was none of this being able to stand at a bar and have a drink. You would have to go to a table. You would walk in with your mask on. You'd get taken to your table. And it was, it was even to the degree of you were having to book a time slot. Wow. Of, so you would basically, you, 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 would, you would go online, you would pick a time slot, and then you would basically, because you would have to have a table, it was like, but you could only have that table for an hour. <laughs> really? Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only got 10 seconds left. I'm actually, you know, it, it, was just, it was just insane. So it just got to the point it wasn't, it really wasn't worth the hassle. So, uh, so for us, the last day, well, up until the last probably month or so, meets and stuff just weren't possible it was just you know there was just no way you could go and you couldn't get together in 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 groups of more than two people especially if it was outside of your own household it was just you know they were they were throwing they were throwing fines around like confetti you know it was, <laughs> if, if you got caught with people from outside your own household uh, it was like 
a thousand pounds fine. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, it's 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 been difficult, and I think it's been it's been a slog for for a lot of guys. And what one of the one of the the, the charities that 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 we we're aligned with, uh, my chapter here in the UK, is Unmasked Mental Health, and. Obviously, the mental health side of COVID has been horrendous. Yeah. Because we've been trapped in our houses for months on end. You know, and it was was even to the point of I was on the furlough scheme, so I was still allowed to go to work. So I would go to work in the morning and come home at night, and that was literally all I was allowed to do. Apart from to go out for one session of exercise a day. So, you know, you'd go out for a walk, you'd go out for a run, or because you know, there was no gyms or anything open. So that, that people's mental health has just been really, really difficult, which is like I was I was speaking to you before we came on air. Yeah. You know. What's, uh, what's, so, that, what's that organization do, the Unmasked Mental Health? They're, uh, they're a, a, a mental health charity who deals specifically with men, basically. Awesome. Uh, and obviously for, for a group like the Beaded Villains, I think that's oh, yeah. a very important thing. Uh, because we all have our off days, you know. We, we, you know, I come from a background, like I said, being ex-military and stuff like that, where, you know, I've seen the odd thing which has, you know, t- tainted my experience somewhat. And, you know, it, it does affect you long term. Uh, and obviously through things like COVID, like I said, COVID and stuff like that, it's it, it's made these kind of things worse. So I think being involved with it with a with a charity like that, I think's uh, really important. So. Oh yeah, that's crucial, crucial right now for sure. But you've been in one thing. I always like to ask guys that have been in as long as you have, and especially considering that um, you've been in since fifteen, but in a different country. Then a lot of the other listeners of, of the podcast here in the states, obviously, what what have, have you noticed looking back on things as as what how how things were uh, back then when you first came in? What what are some of the like the biggest changes that you've seen maybe for the better, the growth um, that you've noticed in BV over the years that you really uh, love to see that's changed in in the time that you've been around? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> uh, I think, I think, especially here in the UK, at the time in in 2015, was when uh, BV UK was was obviously the the, the dominant species here, uh, and it it was good for a while. I think while uh, the amount of members here was still fairly small. I think the, the the sort of problems arose when there seemed to be a very rapid growth in in people wanting to join in sort of early 2016, mm. and it got it, I think it it just got quite difficult to manage, uh, and the the guys the, the captains and stuff at the time, I think it it I think not. Nothing to do with them personally. I think it just got to the point it was just too many brothers to control, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I think the inevitable thing was that kind of broke up and we sort of all went into our own, our own chapters. And that's kind of made things a hell of a lot more manageable. Yeah. 
And the, the, the good thing about that is I think individually it's given people, it's given the chapters time to kind of nurture people that are coming in rather than, to me it got to the point for a while where it was just, you came in, you joined BV, you got a patch, that was it. You know, there was no, there was no sort of substance to it, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Uh, So it was just like, we were just given patches out because people wanted to join. There was, and then, I became a scout uh, for, well, I was just, I was one of the main scouts for B, BVUK at the time, and I, I, I kind of got to the point where I, where I was just thinking, I'm not doing this anymore. And I, I sort of made a little bit of a questionnaire thing for, for guys when they were coming in for the reasons why they wanted to join and this, that, and the other, because it was just getting to the point, I think, where people were, were joining just because it was cool, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so, trying to iron that out. So, and I, I think now with the individual chapters, the bad thing about it is I think it kind of splintered us all a little bit here in the UK. Uh, like we all have our individual meets and stuff like that. But the good thing about it is it's the quality time I think now. Whereas you know it's the guys that are coming in, are coming in. And being trek in a way where they don't feel like any different to anybody else, you know, there's no kind of big egos and all this kind of stuff. So the guys that are coming in now, I think, feel at home like pretty, pretty quickly, and they tend to stick around a lot more. Whereas I think the kind of hamster wheel effect, I think, in those early days of BV UK, where the attrition rate was just horrendous. We were getting guys in and probably within, they would just literally disappear within a couple of months because it was just such a big entity and it was just really hard to control. Yeah. But I, one of the things I think that's really, that's a really big bonus. I mean, here in the States when we have, we may have one chapter in a state that, that branches off and becomes two or branches off and becomes three. That would be very similar to what happened there with BVUK, um, becoming mm. multiple chapters, but one of the I think one of the great bonuses of that, and, and you kind of spoke to that, was that now not only are you able to each individual chapter is able to kind of hone their their focus in their own area, which actually helps twofold. I think number one, it helps those guys that are going to be nearest to them. They can they can be closer to those guys. Uh, they can focus on those specific guys' lives in the club, number one, but also they can have a very uh, a much easier reach out into the community if they want to, whereas as BVUK, I mean, good Lord, you're, you're talking, I mean, how <laughs> what, what now you have, what, eight or nine chapters out there at least, and you were trying to focus that on just one? Yeah, but so how sort of BVUK works at the time, we had, so... We had BVUK, and underneath B, BVUK, you still had all the separate chapters. Okay, but it was all be, it was all being controlled by BVUK. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. So, but the problem there is if if you've got a captain in, who's BVUK who's based in the south of England, and you've got a guy who's in a chapter who's based in the north of England, then 
where's that connect? Where you know, <laughs> it's it it, it, it yeah. It, like I said, it, it worked fine when there was only say thirty or forty of us within BV UK. But when it was getting to the point where, when I was co-captain in the Midlands, we had a hundred guys in our chat room. That was just the one chapter. Wow. Within BV UK was a hundred guys. That's unmanageable. <laughs> you, know, you can't manage that. The, the, no, there's, there's something's there's something's got to give eventually, and that, that's basically what happened. Uh, it's. I think it was sort of an, a, an inevitable consequence of of just purely the amount of people that were joining at the time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But now you're able to do all the really cool things, individual chapters, charity wise, um, not necessarily under one big umbrella. Which kind of takes me to what you've got going on here. Um, you've you've got a, a really cool thing and. This is not specific to your chapter. It's kind of something you've taken on, right? Well, there's, there is a, another one of our guys is doing it with me as well. Okay. Uh, so can you kind of explain uh, what this what this? Uh, I I didn't I kind of teased it a little bit, but I didn't really talk about what it is. So uh, give everybody the lowdown on what this cool thing is that you're doing. So basically, on uh, this Saturday coming, uh, we're going to weather permitting attempt a, a tandem skydive from what I've since found out after I signed up for it is a European record 15,000 feet. <laughs> you didn't sign up for that. <laughs> uh, that's what I get for not reading the small print, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, wow. Wow. So I'm thinking now, well, if, if you're in for a penny, in for a pound type of thing. So, you know, if you've got to do it, you might as well do the big one. Oh, now, have you ever jumped out of a plane before? Uh, not intentionally, no. No, no. Okay, <laughs> no. so that was my first, that that was something I wondered about because I thought, I know guys do, do charity skydive or charity jumps sometimes, um, and they don't think twice about it because maybe they did that in the military. And so they, yeah. they're like, oh, it's easy. This is just going to be fun for me. But this is a first. <laughs> no, <I've never> done <laughs> this I've is going to be a first thing for you. Oh, awesome. I wait, wait till I'm 48 years old as well. Oh, man. Hey, you live once, right? I say that because well, I've always, I, I'm not the I've one that's doing the jumping. Do I've always wanted to do it. So uh, when, the, when one of our guys talked, because we were meant to be doing it last year. And when, when the other guy that's doing it with me, Doi, uh, first mentioned it to me, I was like, I've always wanted to do that. So I just I went ahead and signed up for it. And then, like I said, I afterwards realized exactly how high it was. But by then it was too late. So. Okay, so what? explain to us, this is, uh, it's, a, it's basically a skydive. It's jumping out of a plane, uh, a tandem skydive. And it's raising money for... For what organization and and how did you get involved in that? We, uh, as a chapter, raised money for a place called the Blue Bell Wood Children's Hospice, uh, which basically offers uh, sort of care and respite for children with complex uh, illnesses and such like. So, but it also offers obviously respite to their parents as well. Uh, it's it's a bit of an alternative, I suppose, uh, for for some of these children and some of these families to go into conventional hospitals, uh, especially for kids that that that, that 
might be going there to die. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it, I haven't got my own children, but it's, it's one of those things when you read about it, it really sort of tugs on the heartstrings type of thing. So I'm just going to jump out of a plane. To me, that's compared to what, what some of these, you know, some of these children and some of these families are having to go through isn't a lot really, you know, it's, 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 it's a fairly small, small potatoes, I suppose, you know, compared to what those guys are going through. So I'm, I'm happy to do it. Well, that's, it's still admirable. I mean, you can't take it away. That's obviously you don't, nobody knows what they're going through these families unless they, um, you know, unless they've gone through it. It sounds a little bit like it's a kind of a more of a privatized way of helping like the Ronald McDonald house does in a lot of places. Um, but this is more focused hospital wise maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's probably something very similar. Uh, it's, it's in a certain area in the UK and they, they, they cover uh, a few of the counties here. So it's for them, for the size of the, the organization, it, it's, it's a, it's a big deal because obviously the, everybody knows what hospitals are like. They're not, they're not always the nicest of places. So for these kids, you know, for, for, for some of the, the stuff that the, that the fam for the, for the children and what the families are having to deal with, it's, you know, it's just a, a really cool thing what they do. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's awesome, man. It's, I, I'll make sure I, uh, uh, I get their link up here um, on the screen for the, for the podcast. Everybody can go out and, and check them out for sure. Now you are, this is a fundraiser. You're raising money. So um, how much um, do you have a specific goal in mind that we want to try and, or are you close to your goal that we can, we can kind of tell everybody, Hey, get in there and get in there and help out and let's get him over his goal. Well, to be honest with you, BP, I, I set what I thought was a very reasonable amount. Uh, I think at the moment, again, we go back to the whole COVID thing. Uh, sure. uh, the, there's a lot of people are trying to let, raise money for a lot of things. It seems to be we're, we're constantly bombarded with people saying, can you give me this for this and you can give me that for that. So I set myself a very reasonable £400. Uh, I've already surpassed that, so hey, any more, any more is an absolute bonus, BP. So whatever anybody wants to give will be absolutely fantastic, guys. That's great. All right, well, hey, bonus, we're into bonus, bonus miles now. All right, <laughs> yeah. so um, how how can people how can people donate? Um, after you tell me this now, I'm going to type up a little thing so I can put it on the screen for everybody, um, and we'll make sure we promote it over the next couple of days here. Um, but how how can we donate? Basically, uh, if you go onto my uh, Instagram bio, there's a link for a GoFundMe page uh, on my main bio. You can send any donations through that. Okay, awesome. And then, uh, is it is there a timeline? Is it only up through the time that you jump? Do you know, or is there a is there an end date? No, I think for that? we can. Uh, I think we can pretty much go go after that. I'm not. I'm, I'll find out what what the date is. I'm. I'm I think they'll probably give me a week, a week or so after afterwards. So, awesome, man! Hey, you got you got more guts than I do. Um, I mean, obviously, to, to there's people that jump out of airplanes for no, you know, for no reason all, all the time just for fun of it. But you're doing it for a really good cause. I 
I can't say that I would <laughs> do that. Um, you can join me next time, BP, if you want. Yeah, yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'll be on the ground supporting you, waving a flag or something. <laughs> I, 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 I just, uh, I'm not one of those jump out of airplane kind of guys. I, not yet. Anyway, I've, I've just never been able to get over that hurdle. Uh, maybe I, I think I could probably do it if it was life or death, and I had to. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's. Just not someplace I want to be, I don't think. And I'm glad you're there. I'm glad you're there. Um, are you going to be, is somebody going to be videotaping it? Or are you going to videotape on the way down? How's that going to work? Uh, I've, I've paid for the full video package. So anybody that wants to see it will be able to listen to me screaming all the way down. <laughs> From a record height. <laughs> From a record height, yeah. <laughs> we can't leave that out. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to say you set a record. That's great. Oh, Lee, man, I'm excited. Uh, so when, when, what time is this, is this happening? I'll do the conversion for all the listeners, um, after the fact. So, uh, I've got to be there for 1030 UK time on Saturday morning. So we'll be jumping probably sometime around lunchtime just after, I think. Okay. And then the, uh, I guess, I, I hope that, uh, and I'm not speaking out of turn here, but I hope you're going to have a bunch of brothers there (laughs) cheering you on. Uh, maybe somebody will go live on your on the chapter Instagram page or something like that. We got to tell yeah, them to. We'll, we'll we'll sort something out. If if not, I'll just get my wife to do it. She can sort it. Out. All right, Lee, man, thank you so much. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want I want to see this video, man. Yeah, me especially too. it's getting especially knowing that it's getting, your first now it's time. Closer to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was. Gonna, uh, I think, like, like I said to you before, I was more nervous about doing this. So. Oh. This is this is cake. This is cake. The worst thing you could do here is fall out of your chair. <laughs> and if you did that, I'd say we have other issues. So, <laughs> but um, man, I'm so excited uh, to see this, and I'm happy that uh, things are starting to open up a little bit, and you're going to be able to get get out there and, and see some see some people, see some brothers. I know there are. Wow, sounds like somebody just hit your house. <laughs> Um, I know that there's there's other meets coming up uh, over there in UK in the next several months. You're going to be able to get to too. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's starting to get some bigger ones on now, which is good. So yeah, we All can right. get out and about again. Right, thanks for your time, mate. Oh no, I appreciate you taking some time with me. And uh, like I said, I'll be sharing all the information so everybody can get out there and donate for you. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday. And I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you, bro. All right, take care. All right, guys, what a cool conversation. I think, um, I had such a great time talking to Lee and, um, it's so if, if my conversion is correct, um, if you go over to his Instagram, which again is sir inked a lot dot L E E his name, uh, sir S I R inked I N K E D a lot. Um, if you go out there, Hopefully somebody either from the uh, Lakeside chapter or his from his Instagram page will be sharing some stuff. But if I did the math here in the States now, he said around lunchtime. So track it back about six hours, give or take, I think. So uh, central time, we're talking like 6 a.m. Um, so I don't know how many of us are 7 a.m. maybe for you in the uh, on the eastern time zone. But uh, I don't know how many of you guys are going to be up doing that to check that out. 
Uh, but definitely, once you wake up for the day, go over there, uh, hit up the Lakeside chapter, uh, hit up his chapter, his his page, and and see what you can do um, to check that out, the video that he's going to have. Also, um, I did say in the interview that I was going to post a picture or something for the GoFundMe thing. I tried that, and the problem with, unfortunately, with GoFundMe is that there's no specific link that pops up that I can copy-paste for this format here. So all I will say is please, if anybody can, and once I'm off the air here, I'm going to go out and do it as well, um, go to his Instagram page. There is a, uh, there is a link there that uh, you can click on, and there's a spot where GoFundMe asks you like for a tip. I don't really worry about that. I select the lowest amount for that. Sorry, GoFundMe. Uh, but I'd rather the money go to the cause. So, uh, but it's in pounds, in, in uh, Great Britain pounds. So um, just remember that conversion with your PayPal. But just toss in a few bucks, guys, um, to see if we can help out. And it'd be fun. It'd be fun just to see what the listenership from the prod, from the podcast tonight uh, was able to do, uh, even if it's 10 or 20 extra pounds to get it going. Uh, that'd be fun. So uh, get out there and take care of that, please, um, when we get off the air here. I think that would be uh, that'd be cool for us to do. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O, beardoils.com, and use the code THEHEARTOFAVILLAIN for a discount on your order. Okay, guys, so... We're gonna uh, we're gonna slide into our calendar of events. The next thing we've got, I we're we're here. We're at the end of July, so you know what that means. The next thing on the calendar of events is the big time international meet in Miami. I uh, can't believe we're here already, but we are. We're here, so let's get to it. The first thing on the agenda, as I said, Miami. It's August 13th through the 15th, the Miami International Meets. If you are not already a part of the chat or you're not, if you're still up in the air about going, just hit up the brothers in Miami. They will set you straight. They will get you set up. Uh, they are bending over backwards for everything. They are meeting every possible accommodation they can for guys. Uh, so hit up the Beard of Villains Miami chapter. August 13th through the 15th, just a couple weeks out, guys. Then we have September 10th through the 12th. The Four Corners Meet, hosted by the Bearded Villains in Phoenix, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. Phoenix, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. That's the Four Corners Meet in Cortez, Colorado. Remember, this is for brothers only. No significant others. Uh, Maybe pets are allowed. I don't know about that. But it's just for brothers. September 10th through the 12th, Four Corners Meet, Cortez, Colorado. That rolls us into September 24th to the 26th is the East Coast Meets in Parkersburg, West Virginia. I still don't have any details on that yet, so anybody that's East Virginia, that's West Virginia, help me out there. Uh, the East Coast Meet, hosted by the Bearded Villains of West Virginia. It is the September 24th to the 26th. Uh, 
East Coast meet's always a good time, guys. So uh, find a way to get out there. It's, and it's not too far away uh, from anybody that lives in the central part of the states. Uh, it's in that one little nubbin part of West Virginia that's pretty centralized. So uh, that's Parkersburg, West Virginia, September 24th to 26th. Then October 8th and 9th, Bearded Villains Missouri Valley has a beard competition benefiting Friends of Kids with Cancer. Friends of Kids with Cancer. Friday, they got a meet and greet, silent auction. They got a 50 50 raffle. They got a beard comp on Saturday at the Tin Roof. Uh, it's going to be a good weekend, guys. October 8th and 9th, Bearded Villains Missouri Valley. That's in St. Louis, Missouri. 8th and 9th. Then October 15th and 16th is the Florida Summit. I have zero details on that right now, sorry to say. Uh, I just know that it's in Pensacola Beach. So hit up any of the Florida chapters and maybe they can help you out with that until I get some further details. October 15th and 16th, Pensacola Beach for the Florida Summits. Then October 23rd, get your costumes out, get your beards on here in northern Indiana for Ezra Crow's Halloween Havoc, hosted by the Bearded Villains of Northern Indiana, benefiting the Ronald McDonald Houses in northern Indiana. There's a beard competition, costume contest. There's going to be a magician, uh, all sorts of cool stuff celebrating the time of year. That's the Halloween Havoc, hosted by the Bearded Villains Northern Indiana, October 23rd. It's in Valparaiso, Indiana. October 30th, down with the Rocket City Boys, downtown Halloween Bash, hosted by the Rocket City Bearded Villains. Um, I don't have a whole lot of details on that yet, but... I know that there's a beard comp. I know that there's a costume contest. I know that it's going to be an awesome time. Uh, They're going to be great hosts. So that's October 30th. Get your costumes out again. Downtown Halloween Bash. The Rocket City Bearded Villains. Then November 12th through the 14th. That weekend, we have two events. October, I'm sorry, November 12th through the 14th. First of all, we have Battle of the Beards 2021. Battle of the Beards 2021 hosted by the Bearded Villains of Southern Indiana. Um, I'm not exactly sure which town in Southern Indiana, near Evansville, Newburgh area that it is, um, but it is down there, and I'll get that information for you. Battle of the Beards 2021, November 12th through the 14th. And then also that same weekend, November 13th, Beards Away, hosted by the Virginia Bearded Villains. It's their sixth anniversary and beard competition at Bunker Brew Pub. November 13th, Beards Away, hosted by the Virginia Bearded, or the Virginia Bearded Villains. Sorry about that, guys. And then finally, the last thing I have on my calendar, November 26th to the 28th, the Cajun Beard Bash. It is the largest beard competition in Louisiana, hosted by the Bearded Villains Louisiana. They got vendors, door prizes, prizes in general, food, music, all sorts of stuff. Um, and I'm assuming Cajun food, right? So can't go wrong there. Uh, it's the Cajun Beard Bash, hosted by the Bearded Villains of Louisiana, November 26th to the 28th. That's some good stuff, guys. Some good stuff. All right. Well, we're flying along here. This is episode 94, guys. We're going to hit 95. We're going to be on the countdown of five to go uh, starting next episode. And uh, can't, couldn't be more excited about that. One thing I will start to tell you now. Uh, those of you who are still hanging out with me, um, if you are, if you're interested, if you have somebody specific that you would really like to see, uh, maybe maybe me come back to and speak to again that I may have already spoken with in the previous 94 episodes so far, um, 
and I can bring them back somewhere in the next five episodes leading up to 100 or even 100, um, give me a shout. Let me know who might be on that list for you. And uh, if enough people, I can't obviously bring back everybody, uh, and we'll do some look backs and all sorts of fun stuff, but I can't bring back everybody. So if enough people, you know, say, Hey, I want to hear back from that so-and-so, Hey, maybe we can bring them back and, uh, and make something like that happen. So, uh, just, you know, stay tuned and, and we'll see what we can do for that. Okay. Yes. For now, you know what that means? It's going to wrap up episode 94 of the heart of a villain. Remember you can still buy, remember you can still buy those shirts, patches, pins, all the good stuff. Uh, this is where you're going to be able to buy that limited 100 patch coming up in a few weeks at the heart of a villain.simplecast.com. The heart of a villain.simplecast.com. That's where you're going to get it. That's where you're going to get it. Guys, as I always tell you every single week, be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. Now, most important words I say every single week, you know them. Same with me, guys. <laughs> Same with me. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Guys, for now, that's going to wrap it up. Episode 94. Have a great night. Enjoy the weekend. Have a great week ahead, and I will see you next Friday for episode 95. Take care. Stay safe. Live with the script, high off loops and kicks, spit rhymes with the b-boy twitch, grabbing my junk and shit like it's 86, Shelly told three strikes, we on, hey you know the B.I., it's B.V. Worldwide, fantasies, stateside across ponds, no borders, I am my brothers, keep it, keep it.